Fourth Not First is proudly brought to you by Oakford Thoroughbred Farm, your one-stop shop for all your thoroughbred needs. Welcome to Fourth Not First, Richo here, and tonight Ashley McKnight is back in his Richmond colours. The Richmond pyjamas are out in full force. It's actually a warm night in Melbourne. I just want it's a little bit warm for the, the flannelette, but uh, mustn't be that warm up there, Ash. Uh, it's okay, Richo. I'm not wearing pants. Perfect. <laughs> so just letting the boys breathe. That's what we love. <laughs> Stay safe. Yeah. You've either got to be cool at the top or cool at the bottom. Or both. And that was the voice of Russell Healy, owner-operator of Healy Bloodstock. Knows more about racing than, well, at least one of the guys on this podcast. How are you, Russell? Uh, yeah, a bit sheepish today, Richo. Uh, after the weekend. On, but, uh, oh, I was going to say, you've been on the cans, Russ. No, 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 no. No, it's been it's been pretty average, but um, yeah. Now, are you in your mate. Carlton Football Club uh, pajamas there? What's going on? <laughs> I'm wearing a Carlton Football Club jumper. Yeah. <laughs> so we we know that Ash, you know, is a bandwagon guy, and he wears his supporter gear whether they, if they win. And he didn't have it last week because they had a an unexpected loss. What have Carlton done in the last forty eight hours that you are so proud of that you've donned the Guernsey for the first time? Like you haven't worn it after their miracle wins. What's what's going on? No, I'm just a dyed-in-the-wool Carlton supporter. It doesn't nothing special has to happen. I'm just a fan, and um, I'm pretty sure this is a jumper from one of our uh, wooden spoon years. So um, it oh, doesn't really special. matter what they're doing. <laughs> one of twelve. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We all know I can't say anything. I'm not wearing any Melbourne <laughs> Demons gear. We did re-sign a few blokes, but uh, that's uh, that's about all we've done. Uh, in, in the last few weeks, hopefully something uh, something comes about. But well done with the Tigers, Ash. You must have been very happy. It was a good performance. Of course. I'll tell you what. I know we usually talk... Well, actually, we haven't talked about footy for a while. But the the finals this weekend, they are mouth-watering for a, a passive observer. I have no yeah. idea what way they're going to go. No, nah, probably two of the best games we've seen all year, I reckon. It's... Um... The anticipation's high, that's for sure. Look, I mean, that's a big call. Nothing could, uh, you know, overcome for me the Richmond and Collingwood draw in round two when they scored about 30 points apiece. I mean, that was that was mind-numbing mind and... Uh, yeah. It was yeah. uh, very riveting to watch. So I, I'd be interested if they can outdo that this weekend. I think we'll get a bit more excitement than uh, that uh, shit show that we watched that weekend. But um, no, look, it's oh, it's gonna be interesting. Tigers uh, go across to Port Adelaide on their home deck. Um, as we know, they uh, they like to be flat track bullies. Not so good away from home, but uh, it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a really good game. So um, obviously, I'm gonna be in the Tigers' corner, but uh, yeah, it should be a really good game of football and. Yeah, Geelong, Brisbane. Well, Brisbane were great against uh, Richmond, so who knows uh, what might happen. 
Russell, you're there shaking your head, mate. What, what do you want to say? Come on, share oh, it with I the people. I just haven't heard so much shit in my life. God, he talks <laughs> crap. When you're like winning, you bullies. Can... <clears throat> That's right. That's right. Hasn't travelled to win a grand final, buddy, in their history, buddy. Richmond, have they? No. Once again, their home ground is the, the MCG, and when they win this year, well, Russell, so... I'm going to say, well, oh, we've travelled. To win a grand final, even though we don't fucking have to. We'll see see how you go against the flat track bullies this week, then. It'll be a tough game. I won't deny that. It'll be tough. It's it's got shades. I look forward to it. It's it's the first week of finals I've really looked forward to in a while, actually. Yeah, I'm the same. I've been... I'm locked up, you know. (laughs) I've I've been watching the last few weeks and enjoying it, but this week, when I saw those matchups and basically... How both those teams played last week and just absolutely dominated. It's it really has set it up. So let's hope it just lives up to the potential yeah. and doesn't fizz out on us. Could it could it be could it could it be a Richmond Geelong grand final? I don't, I don't know well, of course it could be. Yeah, it could be. But you know, is that the way that it, the stars are aligning? That that's going to go? You know. Because Brisbane have got the advantage of the Gabba, surely. Mm-hmm. And Port have been, well, they've been good all year. I, I won't, nobody can deny that. So, just interesting, though. The two, two Victorian teams are building at the right time. Yeah, he wouldn't have said that a week ago, but, uh, yeah, no, you're right. They no. last week. No, <laughs> but last week they were two completely different sides, I thought. And I'll tell you what, the week off does, you know, since they've introduced this week off, or the two weeks off, this second week off has troubled a few uh, of the top four when they're going in, having a break, playing a game, having Mm -hmm. a break, and then going into it. So, yeah, very interesting to watch, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about what's happening around the Oakford Thoroughbred Farm. Wow, what is happening? There's plenty happening. Um, some great spring weather um, just before we get some more rain. So, so middle of spring, it's always a good time. Um, we had a little bit of racing and uh, we went off to Echuca on Monday and we had first starter, you know, a little horse I've been waiting for, Oak Bridge. Um, I thought he ran a really good race first up. Um, probably hit all the marks we thought he needed to. Uh, he's probably a bit stiff not to maybe get in the money, but he still he did really well. Uh, so it's bigger and better things for him yet. I'd definitely follow him into his next start. Hot seat, forget he went round. Um, yep, the jockey gave herself a, a fair avalanche afterwards. Um was not one required by the trainer. Um, he'll probably back up. He'll back up and go Horsham if things go right on Sunday. Uh, and we await uh, the barrier draw tomorrow for the zip oh, at Horsham exciting. on Sunday. So, um, as you blokes know, I'm off to Sydney in the morning. Um, so, I'm hoping that well, the horse is right. Now it's up to the rest of the team at home to get her there and get the job done. Maybe that's the secret. 
We'll find out. So um, I, I know there's debate whether they're barrier fairies or barrier gods, um, but either way, what, what number? What's the ideal number that, that we want to be wishing for or praying for, depending which way our allegiances lie? For the zip, I reckon the number is between three and seven. Anywhere between three and seven. Okay. Oh, that gives us a range to play with, all right. We'll just uh, yep. put our prayers in, put our wishes in, get some pixie dust and see what happens. Yeah. And hot seat barrier two. Barrier two. What's wrong with one? Nah, I don't want one. I hate one. One's no one no likes good. pumpkin on the rail. No. Just get it. I just end up with pumpkin on your face. He will still get the rail from two, but it just gives you options. And you are off up to Sydney. What? What is the? How long are you up there? Yeah. Uh, best part of a week. I'll get back um, six days. It'll be. I'll get back next Wednesday night. So the sales on Tuesday, the twentieth. Um, I'll head off in the morning. Best part of ten hours driving, I suppose, to uh, to get there. Um, with the horse on board and a border crossing and avoiding Shepparton at the moment. Won't be going that way. Um, yeah, it's big trip, especially by yourself, no co-pilot. So uh, mm. it's, uh, it's a big trip, but I'm sure um, I'll be entertained by you blokes on the WhatsApp on the way up there as I was today. Oh, definitely. Um, but looking forward to the sale. Um, first live auction for a while. Uh, so it's always good to get back a, back amongst it, uh, get off the horsey eBay, and um, hopefully I might even have uh, a couple of people that want horses looked at. Bit of might try and do a bit of consultancy work while I'm there. Um, yeah, see what happens. But um, it should be good. It should be good. As long as we stay COVID free, we'll be fine. Yeah, just keep the mask on. So what does an average day look like for you at the sales? Um, you would hope one horse is always a little tricky. You'd probably not run off your feet. Um, but hopefully, you know, you're, you're getting some inspections. People are getting about looking for, you know, looking at all the horses, trying to find what they like. They've probably already inspected all the breeze ups. Um, and looked at that uh, for the age of information now um, Saturdays well it'll be there'll be a bit going on Saturday morning and then it's obviously it's the Everest in Sydney on Saturday so uh, it will be I'd say it'll be a ghost town from uh, about 12 o'clock uh, there can be many people about in the afternoon which is which is fine uh, our old mate Fordy's meeting me there because Fordy's a part owner uh, in the horse we're selling so um, he's meeting me there on Saturday. He's uh, packed the swag and he's heading down from the old Bris Vegas. And uh, I'd say we'll be uh, tuning into the punt on uh, on Saturday afternoon. Oh, look um, at WhatsApp. WhatsApp is going to get crazy. If I think it will get crazy, and well, I'm hoping there's distractions with plenty of viewings, but uh, there'll be no distractions on the WhatsApp on uh, on Saturday, but. Um, yeah, he's in person this week, so we'd want to make sure he hits the multi, I'd say. 
Well, he could he could get the the first ever live bake, Ashes Avalanche could. with saliva coming out the mouth <laughs> at you. That would. <laughs> oh. We don't want any of that because we know that that's how we spread infections. So. Oh, that's true. You'll have the mask yeah. on, so it should be fine. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, it's a bit of a funny setup, Sydney, because once you go across the border, it's like, uh, you don't have to wear a mask. That's fine. So they do recommend it in the hotel, but um, apart from that, it's not really, oh, you can wear it if you want to wear it. Um, mm. I think with the way Sydney uh, went today, we might um, might be donning it a bit more than, than maybe I first thought, but um, we'll try and stay safe. Well, you do have the lovely cravat style, uh, the mask going on. So, yeah, I wouldn't be afraid. Well, they banned that. Really? You're not allowed to wear that. Yeah. Oh, it has to be a proper three-layer, pull your wing nuts out, mask type thing. Yeah, right. So, I do like my neck mask. It's um, much more comfortable to wear, but, yeah. Got to go old school. Yeah, well, no, mate. Well, you drive safe. Say hi to forty for us, and uh, we'll do. we will get into last weekend's racing. I know Russell sat on the couch, parked himself on the couch, didn't know which way to look. He probably had seven screens going, knowing Rusty. So um, tell us all about what happened over the weekend. Hi, I had a cracking headache. To be honest, Richard, <laughs> I actually had to recap a bunch of this stuff. Um, after the fact, but it was a great day's racing on the week on Saturday, and in Melbourne at Caulfield, it was Pikey's day. Four winners, Ooh. two Group Ones. That's two Group Ones in Victoria for um, those listening. Um, that you know, he's he had the knock on him that he hadn't won any Group Ones in Victoria, but um, he's got a couple now. Um, he must yeah. listen to the podcast. He's just answering yeah. every challenge Ash throws out there, isn't he? <laughs> okay, okay. Before we go any further, before we go any further, all right. Now, I try and keep the uh, showdown dream alive. Um, our poor old mate Yendel is he's just letting the team down. Um, he's just he's just on donkeys. They are donkeys. Safe to say. I've got to say that Pikey on Saturday was nothing short of outstanding. So wow. nothing away. His rides were perfectly timed. Um, he was on good horses too. He wasn't on 101 shots, but he got it right when it counted. And even when things didn't look quite right, he still managed to get the job done. So Pikey, Congratulations on your weekend. It was a great effort for anyone to ride four winners on a spring carnival day. And not only that, ride two group ones. That's uh, a fantastic effort by any jockey. So, Bikey, congratulations uh, from me, personally. Ash has nailed it on the head there because Ole Kirk, he was too good in the guineas and it was a great ride from Bikey because... I'm pretty sure Pikey set himself up to tail Tagaloa into the race. And once Tagaloa went amiss, he managed to get inside him, around him, and and not lose any momentum. It was it was phenomenal to watch. I was watching it very closely because he was the third leg of a multi. <laughs> and I was, I was looking at it thinking, oh, no, I'm cooked now because Tagaloa dropped back in his lap. But I tell you Pikey, what, do you, boys, do you boys listen to RSN? 
much at all. No. No. Like, has anybody listened to Wayne's World? Anybody listened to Wayne Hawks' segment? Still not. Like, right. No. <laughs> four, about four or five weeks ago, he declared Ole Kirk for the Guineas at $11. He said, can't not lose. Have everything you've got on it at $11. Wow, maybe we should get his tips Good on the call. podcast. Good call. Uh, I don't think we can afford Wayne on the podcast. Um, I think his retainer is too high for this uh, media stream. But um, look, he's always fairly confident, but I tell you what, he got it well and truly right on this one. So, um, but funny to say that because the reason I put him in, I put that horse in my multi was because Pikey said. I will win the guineas on this horse when he took the ride. So I think Hawks must have been getting in his ear. Uh, look, his lead up, his lead up runs were very good, so he, his form was pointing the right way. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, gotta move on because we're here all night. All night. Yeah. Uh, Odium was great winning the thousand guineas. Um, I think I mentioned last week that I thought the Melbourne Colts were better than the. Raiders and the Phillies were worse. It was funny because the Melbourne Philly won and the New South Wales Colt beat the boys. But um, she was great. Um, I always like when the locals win. Arcadia Queen was imperious winning the Caulfield Stakes, beating the Sprue Course Russian Camelot. Um, did you declare Russian Camelot last week, Ash? can't remember. Anyway, oh, moving on. Me and about five million others. <laughs> She um she obviously had a hoof issue that's um in her previous runs and and they were using hoof filler on her and that was resolved yeah. before Saturday so she's had a feeling foot, a bit better and she's had a foot issue for about eighteen months so obviously they're getting on top of it which is um yeah. it just shows I I tell you what I can slow them down yeah and she'll be um she'll be one that might yeah. Knock us out of the bloody uh, Cox Plate bloody tips. She, she's going there. Uh, Mr. Quickie was a boil over in the Turak. Uh, in fine fashion at odds of 20 to 1. Chapada won the Herbert Power to gain entry into this week's Caulfield Cup. Uh, the win gives him a 1.5 kilo penalty for the, Corf, uh, the Melbourne Cup and moves him up in the order of entry for the great race. In Sydney, Wild Ruler was a class above in the Roman Consul. Close finish in the Stan Fox or Peltzer to get the cash. Flit took out the Silver Eagle from Alligator Blood, who doesn't quite seem the same horse as he was last prep. Montefilia got home in the Spring Champion Stakes. She keeps winning, but geez, she's an, uh, it's, it's not an easy watch if you're back there because um, she only just seems to do enough to get the win. Um, but she keeps winning. That's all you have to do. And Emerald's got up to in the angst, pipping Graceful Glamour on the line, uh, which hurt because I was on Graceful Glamour. Um, at Doombin, Sydney Raider Grey Lion took out the listed Queensland Cup. The first year they've reduced the distance from two miles to 2,200, which... I'm not a fan of, but that's what they've done. And Jaden Tom won the Open Handicap uh, after his Toowoomba Cup win, and that's a horse that's racing in very good form this prep, so we'll see where he gets to. At Morfittville, Ain't No Deal Done, took out the Hillsmith Stakes. Um, 
This horse was once a favourite for the VRC Derby, but it doesn't look like you're going there. Um, they're picking up some nice races. I think maybe they're taking a longer-term view with him, and Autumn will be where you see him taking on the good horses. Over in Ascot, Claire Voyance was as advertised, winning the Perth three-year-old classic with ease. Uh, and Bob and Sandra Peters, they added two wins at Ascot to go along with their two wins at Caulfield. So um, that's a pretty nice day for the stable, for anyone's stable. And uh, that's about all I've got. It was a great day racing, and it's only, again, it's getting better. This week's better. Getting better and better and better. Thank you very much, Rusty. Great insights as always, and I love that uh, we started on Pikey. And I, Ash, I don't know what's happened to you in the last couple of weeks, mate. You've uh, you've turned. That's great. You can be humble and just, <laughs> I'm just a bit gobsmacked, really, to be honest. But, uh, that's that's good. So, so what does that give us in the in the, the showdown? Is it just twenty to? It's a bit of a landslide at the moment. 16 to 7. 16 Pikey's to 7. Oh, tell what, given, given the fact that Pikey does get some pretty good horses and Yendall doesn't get as many, it's not it's not terrible for the uh, little swearer. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, he's, not, he's in no danger of, uh, of taking, taking it out. So what about... Uh, this is a question without notice, so it might uh, we might not have the stats. But there was the question of Group One wins, and where, how many how many did Yendall have? It's ten to ten to six, I think, in favour of Pikey. But Pikey's got eight that don't count. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> the Ashwell. I forgot about the Ashwell. That's okay. Yeah. That's right. Uh, anything, anything the other side of Adelaide doesn't count. Yeah, right. Okay. I'm pretty sure. What so? What happens if you get a horse and you take it over and you win the railway or the Kingston Town? You count the cash. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. It's monopoly money. One wins for Ashford. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I might move to Perth and take up training. <laughs> Pikey can be my stable rider. Oh, good luck getting him. All right, we better jump over to our punting segment. I tell you what, our multi-win felt, it just feels like it's it, it, it's it's a glimmer in the distance. It's, it's a little while ago now, we went into this weekend ready to rock. As avid listeners to the podcast, which I'm sure the seven listeners are, uh, you will know that we... On Saturdays, we do our multi. It's the three of us. It's 40. It's Dolphin. There's five of us. We pick a horse each that runs on Saturday. We've changed the rules so you can pick any horse that runs on on Australian Saturday anywhere around the world. But we haven't really gone too far uh, in recent weeks. But that's how we got the multi a few weeks ago. So five horses. As Rusty's told us, the racing is heating up and... When things heat up, that's when the champions rise to the top. And Rusty kicked us off in the multi. It was a late kickoff. We've been having uh, sort of midday kickoffs, but uh, we didn't kick off till 2.55, nearly 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So we were still in at uh, 2.55. At about 2.57, we were out. Unfortunately, Badoosh, 
uh, was a bit of a badoosh and uh, didn't really do much for us. And yeah, straight out, 18 straight sets there. I think uh, just after that, at 21 past three, Ashford, after copping the bake last week from myself and Rusty and uh, I think even Trev chimed in, there was pressure on and he, this is the first time ever, like kudos to Ash, he actually called his tips during the podcast, you know, live, semi-live, on air, um, called extra time and luckily scraped through with a place. So yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, he, he luckily Centrelink wasn't open on that day. Thank God. <laughs> he did say it was going to win by the length of the Centrelink queue. And uh... can, I, can Rusty, you watch a lot of races. Can I just ask you? You watch a lot of races. I know my opinion here. But if it was not the worst fucking ride, it was just how to get a horse beat. An eleven hundred meter race. What, what was he doing? What was he doing back then? <laughs> I what. This is the same thing. You always got excuses. Hey, he's in again this week. You're going to go the same, same call. Oh, mate, I, I'm doing form Friday. I'm not doing form tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair call. And Rusty, I wouldn't be too too vocal when you're on a triple double. So let's let's just let uh, Ashford fair, take, fair call, fair take call. the hit. Good call. Uh, so we got hey, a I'm place not making that, but I'm not making excuses or anything. I. When I make I comments like "better no the month," excuse. what happens to better, what happened to "better the month"? What sure. about what no, better, better the month. month? Yeah, no, "better the month" was yeah. good. It was good. It was good. It, it was good. One, what, one by the length of the Centrelink queue that was closed. It did. What about the uh, what about the Saturday fill up, boys? This uh, actually, we will well, get. Let's, let's yeah, just let's stay on the that. multi, right? Stay on the multi. So sorry, let's stay stay focused. Rusty kicked we? us off. We were out. Ash can. It wasn't by the length of the the Centrelink straight. In fact, didn't 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 even win. But at least but got it was the a points. hit. Got a hit. That <laughs> was a hit. Next up was the Dolphin, the ever reliable Dolphin, who uh, we'd never ever want to uh, give too much crap to on this show because he does uh, get a bit angry and bring spreadsheets and powerpoints into it, and it uh, gets a bit weird. So anyway, at three forty-two in Doomden, fun fact. I like like that name. Unfortunately, it didn't run very well at all when we we got donuts there. Myself, I was on Montefilla uh, or Montefilla, Montefilla, Montefilla. Who cares? One of those. Yeah. Anyway, the victory. Pocket filler. Just I I am actually I am on my biggest streak ever in the multi. I have. Four hits in a row, if you don't mind. Beautiful. And let me just... Uh, I think it's... Eight of the last... Eleven? Just just looking pretty good anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, so, yeah, I'm like Ash with a place, myself with a win, and then not much. So, really didn't get close to the multi this week. Uh, over to the bragging rights, and we have alluded that uh, Rusty was is on the, the triple-double. So uh, bragging rights, same five blokes. This is a non-team event. We go head-to-head to see who makes the best collect on an assumed $5 each-way bet. Uh, Rusty, Choir, and Sacconi. No in fairness, one. in fairness, Ash is so keen for me not to win the bragging rights. His horse 
<laughs> knocked my horse down. <laughs> yeah. those races. I'm not sure that was quite what happened, but there was some, <laughs> there was some interference, and unfortunately, Kawhi did fall, uh, but everyone was okay. So Cherry uh, Tortoni must have done that. But uh, Ashford, you obviously, you know, you've regained a bit of pride there, and uh, you've, you've got a hit. So you've got one hit in the bragging rights, and you've got one in the multi. A couple of places there. Uh, I did nothing in the bragging rights after uh, coming off two weeks of uh, individual multis. I had high expectations of myself. Didn't make it, but I don't mind missing the bragging rights because I am a team player and I'm happy to hit the multi every single time. I'll take that. Um, 40. 40, is that, oh, that's a very rare um, triple zero from him. I just want to go back. And, no, that's all right. Yep, so he, he did not uh, trouble the scorers at all with his bragging rights. All Saints Eve and in good health. Dolphin, winner in the bragging rights and convincing too. At the Kimberley Grange of all places on the Canyon Arrow. Um, we all loved that Simpsons reference and came in at $7 for the win. That's a nice... $59 juicy, juicy convincing victory there. So Dolphin, get the trumpet, put it on your blowhole and bragging rights to you. But uh, as I've always said, I don't think bragging rights should count if you don't hit the multi. Yeah, I agree. There you, go. <laughs> you, should, you should get it stripped off you. But uh, yeah. to be honest, I've won, I've, I've won a few bragging rights without hitting the multi. So that would probably bring my average down. I wonder if he's updated the stats. Let's have a look. No, nah, he hasn't touched it for a while. That's a shame. Um, yeah, so, um, I mean, where is Ashford's avalanche going to go this week? You can't, well, it could be anywhere. What, what's, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know, like, um, it feels a couple of boys have just dropped the ball. Like, they're better than that. They're better than that. And do we want to um, name these boys, mate? Or? Well, it's a bit of a team effort at the moment. I think it's just a team pep talk we need. We just need to all, you know, get around each other and pump each other up and just mm. say, come on, you know, we're better than this. Yeah. Um, we've got to, just, we've got to get it done. We just, you know, it's time to shine. Yeah, see, team, team pep talks are great, but I'm just going to call it out. 40, stop fucking around. Um, <laughs> sort your shit out. Ash is going to see you uh, yeah, in person. We'll make this sure. If you, we'll make if, sure this way. If you do not hit the multi and you've got Ashford to deal with. In he's person, already worded me up about the Saturday punt, so, uh, so he's looking forward to it. And Rusty... Trev expects better from you. I expect better from you. I mean, you are, you're the, you're the man. You're the man. You study the form in your sleep. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to say. But, And why do you hit all these other multis? Like you send us through all this shit throughout the day. I'm on this, I'm on that. Like why don't you put your good tips in ours? Why do you keep them for yourself? Because it's easier to bet... Um... During the day, trying to do this yeah, outside of um, no, I sound like I'm making excuses. I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> I don't know. So all it's those ones, lolly, all those ones, lolly bag hits, moment. It is. It's <laughs> put your hand down your pants and adjust it. But so all those yeah. ones you do hit, they're they're closer to the time, are they? 
Yeah. Following on speed pat and jump and whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit easier. See what's happening and um, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm, go I'm going back to this um, quote from uh, Saturday where it says, they say a winning multi at $3 is better than a losing one at 300 so next time I get a bet of the day, even if it's paying a dollar sixty-five, it's going in as my multi-tip because apparently value is not relevant. It's just so long as you get a hit. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that line from now on. Well, I'm happy to debate. Is like, is value relevant if you just keep missing? Like, who, who cares if you lose the thirty million dollar Powerball? Like. If you win the five hundred thousand dollar Powerball, I, I'd take that every day than just losing big value, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, well, that's fine. No, no, that's fine. So I'll put me dollar sixty five in, and it'll add no value to the multi. And um, and look how that would have and that'll be most important. Look how yeah, that would have gone that. on Saturday with Russian Camelot. Yeah, true. Yeah, but true. I would, but I would have been putting clairvoyance in. Russian yeah. Camelot was not was not yeah, one no. that I said is better the month. You get dollar ninety five well and truly. Dollar ninety five, you would have gotten it at the end. For who? Clairvoyance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would have been great. Super tab. But at the dollar sixty five on the Wednesday night when we were talking about it was like, oh, I can't do that. Um, but apparently, based on these quotes, I'm. I've, Yep, that's what's happening. <laughs> just keeping those in your back pocket. That's fair enough. You got to do what you got to do. Just remember though, that for a little time there, you did start chasing the short ones, and it didn't pay too well. Like you got to play to your strengths. But it's, forget uh, the price. Just find the horse you like and load up. Yeah. And if that place. doesn't work, if that doesn't work, get on the Saturday fill up. The Saturday, Saturday fill-up fill is going well at the moment. Now tell us about the Saturday fill-up. We all got well, the text. Tell us uh, the truth about the Saturday fill-up. I want to know. Eleven. There's no truth. Like We'll do it quick. But I'm generally listening to RSN at that time of the day. Two weeks in a row, the McAvoys have got on and just said, can't not lose. And you look it up and just go, can't not lose. $3, load up. Send it to the boys, and we all love it. Send it the boys. Yeah, I don't. The reason it. I didn't get on the first one, the reason I didn't get on the first one, because I was already on something else. Yeah, you could I would have been up. all over it if I had. One by eight. What I like about That's the Saturday fill-up is there's no reading between the lines. You send it through, and you say, <laughs> "I've got fifty bucks on this, boys. Do it." Yeah. Whereas some of your other ones, where and if, have to... you know what, if we all go down. We all go down. Exactly. <laughs> if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. <laughs> we're going down together. We're going to hold hands and we're going to sing songs. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, why not? Alrighty, now it's time for Did You See That? Thanks to when Freddie met Lily. Designer suits and gowns for every occasion, even when you get a triple-double. Uh... Rusty, did you see anything? Um, something I should have mentioned in the uh, racing wrap-up today. Uh, there was a lot of people complaining during the week about um, the fact that the Blue Sapphire today was a three-horse field. Group one race for three-year-olds. Um, 
calling it a joke and all this kind of stuff. Scratch my head because most of them were from Sydney and they normally have five to six horse races all the time, um, which backhanded. But what a race. It was a fantastic race. Um, Anders, the red hot pot, went under. Um, it wasn't right because Anders wasn't quick. I don't know what was happening. I don't know whether um, Mark Zara just... Uh, I don't know whether there was. It came out that the horse had heat stress. They ran nine lengths slower than the um, other 1200 meter race on the day, and that Anders is a lightning fast horse. It doesn't make sense. But it was a great race. Ranting ran over the top. It was a maiden. Runs over the top. Wins a Group Three as its first race. Great story. Enjoyed that. Um, and a funny one I saw from uh, England. Or Ireland, I think it was actually. It was Group One Phillies race, where um, jockeys rode the wrong horses. Yeah. With the wrong saddles on, and um, Aidan O'Brien horses. He's not having a good good run at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, one of them ran third, and one of them ran eighth, and um, yeah. Anyway, problem is they didn't figure it out until they declared correct weight. So um, people got paid out. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was funny, but um, oh, it uh, is. that's about all I got. They're on a different plane. In a group, in a group one, like it's not like it's a you know gun bow maiden or anything. This is um, serious racing, and yeah. Anyway, I thought they checked. I thought they would have checked um, branding and whatever. <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> Sorry, they can't do that over there, Russ. They don't have brands. Don't they? Oh, well, there you go. Microchips? Yeah, they're microchips. Anyway, anyway absolute uh, fast, but good for a chuckle. You would think in this day and age, with the technology available and all that sort of stuff, pretty, like, come on. Come up with something to make it so that it cannot happen. Human error. I mean, how, how do you get rid of human error? Well, if there's microchips, like, scan them on the way out. And just read but, your little beeper and go, yep, that's uh, that's that horse, that's cool. But it was a pep cat. <laughs> there were no keyboards used, man. <laughs> you can't just throw out these terms. <laughs> you introduced the term, going oh, I'm going to use it. <laughs> Incorrectly, but whatever. Oh, <sighs> that's cool. It's, it's good that you've used it. It was probably I've been waiting for to you, Peb Cap, <laughs> Peb Cap in a sentence. I think it's actually uh, Pebja. Problem exists between jockey and horse. But it wasn't even the jockeys just it wouldn't be got the on. Jockey. That's right. It's not a jockey. It the, the problem existed with whoever saddled the two horses. <laughs> Right. So that's the old yeah. strapper issue. Yep. Can't find good help yeah. these days. Not wrong. Far out. Now that that is that's a good one. I I'd, I'd love to see if that happens in the Everest or the Melbourne Cup. Oh. Oh, I was going to touch on this later, but what a spectacle the Everest draw was. Did anyone watch any of it? No. No. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
You know the Westfield Tower thing in oh, Sydney? They did it off the bloody uh, Opera House last year or something, didn't they? Well, projecting it onto the Opera House and making a spectacle of it was good, but all they had was random people shit-scared going up this thing, latched onto something, hitting a red button, and it came up on this little screen next to them. It was oh, really? just... Oh, I don't know who came up with the idea. I don't know, but but they're Peter not Valandis. the problem. Whoever said, whoever said, yeah, that's a good idea. We we use that one. Is the person with the problem? Oh, absolutely what ridiculous. I, I watched two, them, two barriers. Why don't we put them in the cash grab machine? That would be better. That would be great. Oh, that would be entertaining. That yeah, would be even better. <laughs> put all twelve in the box together. <laughs> have them fight over the ones yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, uh, uh, yeah, no. I don't want to go any further. No, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Do you see anything, Ash? No, I've been too busy getting organised to see much at all this week. But, um, uh, well, I'll have something next week. I surely will have seen something in, in 20 hours of driving and a week in Sydney. Yeah, you'll no see doubt. 40 Mrs. Multi. You'll, you'll see lots of Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the road, though, mate. Oh, yeah, I, I know what you're like. Right. <laughs> it's a human highway. Four, five, six lanes wide, whatever it is. It's not a good time to brush up on Netflix, mate. It's, uh, <laughs> there's better things to do in the car. That's all we're saying. We'll be right. We'll be right. <laughs> I had it. Did you see that? And uh, I have it completely blanked. It. Uh, I remembered when we were talking about footy this morning. Uh, this uh, at the start of the podcast, but uh, it's gone. So obviously, it wasn't really worth seeing. So uh, that's. It'd finally be Essendon or one of those imploding on themselves. Yeah, I mean that is yeah. They're in a it's, world of hurt. It's almost like a toss-up between Essendon and North Melbourne to see who can be the biggest farce. So, well, that was one thing. Was it the... They come up with some silly name for Essendon and, um, and North Melbourne merging. <laughs> right. I thought, well, we might as well take two crap teams and put them together and make one half-crap team. Yeah, or twice as crap team. Well, North haven't any players left, so they're, they're going to draft at least half a list this year just to get their numbers up. The, the, the list numbers are dropping by six or something. Aren't they? They're dropping Not by 20. Six, but they, yeah, they've got rid of a few more than six. <laughs> they've got rid of about 20 <laughs> players. 20. <laughs> I don't think it's 20, right. but they need to attract a few, and I, I don't know who's. I don't know who in their right mind. I would and they, they got rid of the ones who actually could play. Yeah. Yeah. Essendon and North Melbourne have gone to the point where they have to do it through the draft. Because if you're a free agent or whatever, you're not going at either of those teams, surely. Hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're well, right. you wouldn't you know, think so. Did you hear what Essendon asked for for um, Adam Saad? I didn't hear what it was. I what? heard that they uh, that 
Carlton just went, yeah, right, that's not happening. One of one of Harry Mackay, Charlie Kerno, Patrick Cripps, plus pick seven in the draft. What? <laughs> Oh, this is Adam Saad we're talking about. You've got to you start, start from a negotiation point, don't <laughs> oh, you? Oh, my God. Oh, I don't want to give up pick seven for him, let alone bloody one of those and pick seven. Far out. What are they thinking? Oh. Yeah. Ambitious. No, it's just bizarre. Yeah. No wonder they can't do any business with anyone. Or... I think anyway. they might need a draft in the hierarchy, Essendon. Could, could be a top-end yeah. top yeah. clean-out. I think that would be a good move. They need yeah, different thinking. You know what was my favourite thing on the footy coverage on the weekend? Just uh, the old sneaky camera cuts to Eddie McGuire's face. <laughs> yes, there's isn't nothing, it good? There's nothing oh. better than his face when they're getting an absolute belting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was a belting. That was they for sure. Took the wind out of his sails for sure. Oh, yeah. Do you have a quarantine on the way back, does he? I don't think you have to on the way oh. back. Coming, oh. coming from. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, has he been up there for a long time? Because been in the hub, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Must be doing remote hot breakfast or something. I guess it's all remote at the moment. <laughs> Pretty much. Roddy. All right, on to Road to a Racehorse. Road to a Racehorse. Well, we're still in the re- in recovery mode with Richo's runner after the epiglottic entrapment. So um, still recovering. He's well. Uh, he'll start back doing a bit of work and then we'll uh, go for... Um... <laughs> I love this segment. It's just... <laughs> it's going nowhere. He's given up, hasn't he? He gave him a, a month-long injury every week. Yep, he's recovering. Things are going well. And uh, tune in next week. We'll tell you uh, how much grass he's nibbled. And you know what the best part is? You're paying the bills. wasn't true. Next week, next week, we'll have something. The old epiglottic entrapment. All right. Well, that's that segment done and dusted then. And yeah, tune in next week. We'll continue recovering. And uh, we will move on. We've had a great summary of last weekend's races. What are we looking forward to? What have we got our eye on? Do we have another bet of the month? Bet of the the full moon? Bet of the something? Some good racing. Some good racing. Why don't Why don't we start? Why don't we start with the Caulfield Cup barrier draw? Because I think that has really <laughs> thrown the cat amongst some, the pigeons. Some of us came out of that a lot better than Ash did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did put my money on Anthony Van Dyke, and um, he. Topped barrier 21. I didn't even know they had 21 barriers. I mean, that is... Whew. That's out okay. there. Yeah. That's out there. Um, 
Who else are we looking at here? Was Master of Wine is drawn well, Richard? Drawn seven, yeah. So it's, I mean, seven. it was touch and go. I, I wasn't even sure Master of Wine was going to get the uh, get get the get the deal, but the bet's still alive and um, going to have to stay on it. It's it does drop in weight, um, so let's see. I, I am a little bit disappointed because my good mate, very elegant. Uh, has slipped in and slipped into favouritism, but uh, already got the money on Master of Wine and we did very elegant. 11? We're happy with 11? 11? 11 all right? Yeah, I reckon 11's all right. All right. Yeah. Very elegant, yeah. Yeah. And who did you have, Rusty? Rusty, who did you have? Finch, barrier 12. Happy with 12? Yeah. yeah. Well, Finch, is Finch the one from last year that drew the car park and was the favourite? Or is that yeah. the one I think of yeah. there? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I think he's been good. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's like there's some emergencies that'll probably come out. Um, and that, you know, Anthony Van Dyke will probably start from 17 or something in reality. Interesting little stat Anthony Van Dyke jumped from 17. Last year's winner jumped from 17. And the year before it was 15, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So. Outside so, barrier isn't always the death nail, um, but let's face it. The horse let's face it, it's, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> Who's not Anthony Van Dyke? Out of curiosity. Uh, oh, this is what also was the other thing that I was not all that happy about. Twenty-one and Hugh Bowman. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a world of hurt here. I'm in a world of hurt. But uh, look, we're locked and loaded, so we're going to ride it out. Um, I'll either be cheering or um, cursing. So, yeah. yeah. No changing now. Now, you did mention last week, Rusty, about Mirage Dancer and maybe being trained to the minute. Yeah, yeah. So, I reckon it's a good Barrier chance. six, $21. I guess if the listeners haven't taken any of our other tips, I reckon maybe maybe worth a little one. Who's who's on that actually? Knew it. Craig Knew Craig. It. Oh well. Froggy's going alright at the moment. I tell you a horse. I tell you a horse in the Caulfield Cup who just might hasn't drawn great, but just might run a race is Prince of Aaron. Not saying it can win, but it just might run a race. That was another one that I had. Um, uh, did you see that? So Jamie Carr, I think she went down to Werribee to ride Prince of Aaron's work, and then realised she wouldn't be able to get her gear back out of quarantine before Saturday, so she didn't ride the work. <laughs> the normal track rider rode it. Ah, her gear would have been quarantined. What? Just an oh, interesting, Prince. yeah quirk of quarantine and yeah it's different it's different for sure um but we're just trying to play by the rules the best we can yeah i'm not but that's that's got nothing to do with covid quarantine does it, it doesn't get to no that's got to do with horse quarantine yeah yeah oh so. and uh, i won't touch that we'll talk we might talk about it next week next week when you hit the multi Next week, after we've got our update on Richo's runner, 
having the oats really stable, <laughs> we'll right. jump on whatever Rusty's got in his pocket because it's bound to be more entertaining. Um, okay, cool. So that's the Caulfield Cup. We're all in there. I'm happy with my barrier draw because you say I should be. And of course, you know, because yeah. I'll, I'll have half an eye on very elegant because, um, well, I was looking at it for the Cox Plate. Um, happy with Finch in 12 and not so happy, but <laughs> Anthony Van Dyke in in there. You know, there's only four off the barrier that won last year, so there's hope. There's hope. Let's see how we yeah, go. You might, might you might come in a little bit yet. Same race multi. Yeah, I well, hit a same race multi today, actually. Nice. Nice, nice little uh, $7.50 multi. Beautiful. That's all you want. So, boy, I, um, I generally have a couple of horses that I would tip at Caulfield. Um, but I've, I've just got the one to follow for Caulfield. Have you got your pens out? Okay. Redwood Shadow in race four. Caulfield? Yeah, prefer prefer Yendel on it. Uh, you won't lose anything with Jai McNeil, I don't think. Jai's pretty capable. Um, Yendel would like to be on it. Yendel tried to get one day off his suspension through appeal, and they told him to shove it up his ass. And, um, <laughs> yeah, he said, fuck you, and walked out. I don't doubt that. Uh, back Redwood Shadow. Shadow at Ballarat last start. It was very good. Yeah. So Redwood Shadow, ten dollars and three thirty. Um, that's that could be a nice little uh, little early payday, maybe. That's, house uh, house car and kids or... on that one, or um, how much do you like your kids? Uh, no, I want to keep them. Uh, maybe not the kids then. Just the car. Yeah, you're I not going you'd... anywhere. You've got to You're be careful uh, gambling your kids too, because if you win, you kind of double them, right? And uh, or yeah. in this case, ten times. And I'm not yeah. sure I want ten times the amount of kids I've got, so no. I'll, uh, I'll I'll leave them. Um, drop some like bloody hot spuds, don't he? Celestial souls in that race? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> uh, Rusty, you got anything for us? I'm just scanning Morford Phil for a fill up. Oh, well, how's extra time not you feel like? Um, the one I like from Caulfield is Alpha Oro. A very short, again, $2.10, but a very fast horse. Is that going in the multi? And I think it will be, actually. <laughs> Whatever what I said earlier. Um, yeah, just very, very progressive, very fast horse. I really like it. Uh, and I don't think that's exact the strongest race. Um, the only trick will be... Jungle Edge sitting at the top of the weights. And we're due for some rain. I don't know it's enough rain to get it to real Jungle Edge territory, but... Um... It's a bit sketchy, the rain. It's not, like, might get a heap, might get nothing. It's a bit patchy. That's right. That's why these long-range forecasts are bloody... Well, tip, tipping is fraught with danger. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow they're Boys. saying... Now, five to ten. Yeah, 5-10. to ten. 20 on Saturday could get into bloody but that's this is um, I'm doing manual boys I found yeah, the what happens. I, I found the fill up I found the fill up I don't even need to listen to RSN on this one no listen to RSN <laughs> okay race race two at Morford Phil for the McAvoy camp we're going for the three Pete three weekends in a row Vorster in the saddle it's a good combination 
Star of Uma. That's two dollars eighty. It's the fill up, and two dollars eighty. You get a boost to three dollars, and it uh, it trialed the other day. What and sorry, I'm just reading the thing. It ran, ran, actually ran oh. ran second to Grand Slam, who was Group One placed last week in its um, last prep. So that's probably yeah, good enough. It was last that. behind Ecumenical in the bloody. Yeah, I don't know about this. Well, that was in a group three, in a group three, and and now we're back to a maiden at Morfordville. I, I think we can Bo safely... In a... Beat Bo Rosser in that trial, who and Bo Rosser came out and was beat 10 lengths by Umari, or whatever it was called. Amiri? Amiri, Amiri, yeah. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll have a listen in on Saturday morning, but I'm pretty sure that that's, that's the fill-up. But maybe the bet could be to load that into extra time, which is in Rusty Help Me Out race what? Race four, number one. Good. Look, up against the same horses that beat it on the weekend, but it just needs a better ride. Well, it's got a, bit, will help too. got a good barrier, 1,200. Just, just well, let, in the words of Peter Moody, let fast horses be fast. Just let it roll. Stop trying to play games with it. You're fucking around with it. Just leave it alone. Let it run. Um, um, so what's everyone got in the Everest? Um, look, I'll, I'm probably going to follow G-Tri, I think. That's a good call. It's it's a funny Everest this year. I I don't think it's anywhere near. I'd I'd be off Nature Strip. Standard, standard. Yeah, you couldn't. Uh, something. Not like, with confidence. Uh, Not with confidence. He and he might be over it, and he might win. But yeah, yeah based on what he's done. Classic yeah. Legends, a decent horse, but they're just really not, good. Uh, Behemoth is the one. He's the one that just could be the smoky in this. He, he just I just. I'm not sure it comes um, back to the 1200, um, but he'll finish hard and strong. Um, has he raced in Sydney before? No, I don't think so. That's a question I may have. Sometimes they need a go round, but because uh, Gtra has proven himself already, uh, I, I just reckon Gtra just might be the horse. I lie. He ran in the Golden Eagle last year and the okay. Silver Eagle. Yep. Ran okay. Well, Golden Eagle. I'd say same race multi, Gitra and Behemoth to run top four. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a race I'm going to bet in. <laughs> I'm I going dollar like for it. dollar. <laughs> right. Sorry, You're going to get. You're going to get lots of dollars. <laughs> I'm just taking a. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Forget. the rusty the rusty uh, approach to multis. Just go for value. Doesn't matter if Forget. I lose. It's the value that's there. Actually, get no, the fill up. I tell you what, if I was doing that tactical advantage, that's that's the one. Four hundred and one to one. Too good. Tactical. Oh, is it an emergency? Yeah. I was going to say because it's in that other race. 
Yeah. It's an emergency. Yeah. Dollar for dollars in though. Yeah, no, dollar for dollar. Just put put a dollar on it. <laughs> well, not sure. Dollar on the dollar. Dollar on the dollar. Seventeen bucks I for like, a place. I like Ed. I like Eduardo as a horse, but the problem is. See, nature strips are funny one. If he's over those problems, and there isn't a lot of the pace has come out of the race. Best race was in Australia. In front. He's yeah. got the trophy. Yeah. The trophy, like, just why are they even running? They should just say, nature strip, you're the best. The Kosciuszko is a better race, and but, and and, um, what's his name? What's her name? It's me. Jumps out, says I'm favourite. At two dollars fifteen, but yeah, I actually don't think there's anything there that can beat it. Um, but yeah, so Grand Syndicate's gonna have a good day if Behemoth and It's Me get up. Win those two races. Um, there was a race in West Australia. I can't remember what it was called. It's named after a good horse. Colin Ash. Northerly. It is. It is. It's the Northerly Stakes. Stakes? Sound right? Mm-hmm. Perth, Northerly Stakes, yeah, 1,400 metres. What a field that is. Uh, Ash doesn't like Perth racing, but... Um, KC, Massimo, Money Matters, Media Baron, these things are just... Red Can Man, they're all just winning machines, and uh, that will be a cracking race. Um, I don't have one. I don't have a tip or anything. I just look forward to watching that race because uh, any of them could win. Well, if Pikey wasn't in Victoria, we'd know who to bet on, but now it's just become it yeah. becomes harder. In the race before that, which is the Crawford Stakes, RS Crawford Stakes, a listed race, one of um, Richo's favourites, uh, Essential Spice, one of his um, multi, eight out of 11 multi tips is uh, running again. That's spicy, 17 bucks, $4.40. Um, but yeah, no, really, like, <laughs> I don't know where to look at the moment. The racing is just phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, so it should be too, but it's very good. Very good. And the best thing about it is, with COVID is that we're right up to our eyeballs. We know the form. Like, I'm normally trying to catch up this time of year, but all over it. Just wait. Well, we, expect, we expect you to hit the multi then. <laughs> I, I'll hit a multi. Yeah, not the one we need. I'll tell you what is funny. Like, you look at the stats from last week, and it looks like we had a pretty bad weekend on the punt from the spreadsheet. But uh, we actually all had a pretty good Saturday, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I. Well, I had the fill up on uh, on the um, horse in Adelaide, and then um, Chapada late in the day Mm. cashed in again. Um, so, hey, I've I've got a little I've got a little uh, read between the lines for you. I hate reading oh, okay. between the lines. All right, come on. Well, you can read between the lines if you want to. Hobart 
Saturday. Oh, no, last time you gave us <laughs> tips, it just went yeah, there. Hober, average. first starter, race one. Number seven, Hallot. Ganderton. Jeez, Ganderton's riding down there. Just saying. Just saying. Helmet, Rose, Pompadour. <laughs> Obviously, reading quiet in the trial. Just see what see what price comes up. Sweet. There you go, listeners. There you go. Value. Read all seven. Lines. I, I, all seven of you can have your job seeker on it on uh, on Saturday at Hobart. And I'm, I'm going to come clean because I know oh, that um, I know that uh, I haven't been very good on the punt for our tips and everything, but. Starting a, a week and a half ago, going into the valley Friday night before weekend before last, I had about three hundred bucks in my account. End of Saturday, I had about fifteen hundred bucks in my account, and I, ha- I I made that mistake when I made that mistake on Saturday. Instead of putting twenty five bucks, the two fifty five, put two hundred and fifty five on it. That set me off into a spiral of doom to the point where I had $200 going into Saturday. I'd lost it all, and Saturday wasn't going well. But I put a bonus bet on that multi and got 1825 bucks out of it. So, um, oh. the punter, did we actually the did we get the multi shared, Richo? Will we, we shared that multi? Or did we get shared. it after the fact? Oh, we got it after the fact. Uh, we actually, yeah. no, we wait, got it no, mid. It wasn't quite... It yeah, wasn't mid. It was mid. So so two of them had hit, and then he was like, oh, I hope Pikey yeah. has well here, something like that. <laughs> Pikey better not screw this up. Yeah. And it was like, well, yeah. I, yeah, thanks for sharing. At least I, um, I share my multis beforehand, and we all fucking lose. Oh yeah, is that like except your, the ones um, you win the same race multi today? Yeah, except, yeah, except the ones. Like that where we get it. That's it. That's just a sitting in front of the TV. Um, and was yeah. your mate, real mate William Thomas, got me the cash today. Yeah, I was on. I, I was on William him on the Thomas. nose. I was on William Thomas oh. in the place. So. I had him. He had to. He had to run in the first three with um, the horse that won. Love Billy T. But you are the notorious. That, um, the... You sent us the video from the road, just telling us how good you were with your multi and you'd cleaned up and. Yeah, that was a shit. That was a shit thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you said it. Uh, but I sent it with love. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we don't want your love. We want your money, honey. Uh, not much of that. Is that how the song goes. Yep. Oh, I don't know. Other way around. The... Yep. <laughs> yeah. All about well, the money. So but... hopefully we'll uh, we'll hit the multi. So I've put I've already put a horse into the bragging rights too, boys, which I mentioned earlier. Oh, I noticed someone had cleaned up the spreadsheet. I had to go looking for our. Well, that wasn't me, clearly. No. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was a pebcak issue. <laughs> That <laughs> was a pep cake. Uh, yeah, so, so Redwood Shadow, Red Shadow yep. is in the in the bragging rights. So, uh, well, why isn't this one from Hobart in there too? No odds. Oh. It could be a do- could be a dollar thirty. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not a fill your boots. 
So you could be but, giving us a between the lines, tap your nose, uh, here's the favourite. Well, it could be the favourite, but what I'm saying is if watch for the odds to come up and if they come up and you get any resemblance of between 2 and $3, house I and would car. be having house and car. Yep. Don't have the kid. A little bit skipped. A little bit sceptical of Ash getting these tips. Um, the the guy, one of the guys is getting them off as, like, the guy has three horses in that race. Yeah, and he clearly doesn't like Ash. Ash yeah, he's obviously he's given Ash the B tips. tip. <laughs> Not the A tip. Yeah, well, how was, how, was our multi, how was our multi there uh, two weeks ago? <laughs> it missed on the first leg, and then he, then he landed the next five winners. That's right. Yep. It would have made your eighteen hundred dollar multi look like a dollar eighty winner. That's right, but it didn't. Mm. That's true. Yeah. And then, not, not not to be outdone, not to be outdone, he goes to the first night meeting and does it again with another five winners. So, has he had any tonight? Nah, I don't know. I haven't looked at the results. He had. I think he had one in early. Scott Brunton won the first at a fourteen dollar forty dollar pop. Ah oh, fuck! Yeah, where's the tips, mate? Well, all I, all I heard tonight was won't go any good tonight. Don't say Gimpen. Gimpen's won at eight dollars in the sixth. Having another night out. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, clearly this bloke doesn't like you, Ash, because he's uh, yeah, that's right, mate. <laughs> he's not giving you the good tips. He's giving you the shit tips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, put your money on this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Inflate the price of our other runner so yeah, we can exactly. make some money. <laughs> make sure there's a couple of races about it. There's a couple of races. <laughs> couple of races to go, boys. Have you got anything left? Uh, he's got one last, hasn't he? Oh, jeez. Oh, Matt Knight, I don't know. Oh, quickly. No, he doesn't. No. No. No, he's got the cash and he's headed for home. Just laughing. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I told Ash? I told him about this yeah. one on Saturday. <laughs> 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 oh, he's going to load up. Oh. Oh, anyway, I reckon that's about all we've got time for. Uh, give us a follow at Fourth Not First on Twitter. Um, we'll post our bragging rights and multi tips for what they're worth. You can uh, follow along and give us your best couple for the day, gentlemen. It's been fun. It's been a good laugh. Uh, nice. Ash, drive safe tomorrow. Cool. Make sure you say hi to Forty, and uh, yeah, definitely just pile into him if he misses the multi for the third. <laughs> I think we'll be uh, well. Hopefully, we're busy and getting plenty of interest, but uh, I reckon we're pretty pretty active on the WhatsApp Saturday. Sensational! Uh, a couple of video updates, maybe posts yeah. winning the, the tips that you haven't shared. Rusty, good luck. <laughs> Let's uh, break the the six duck eggs in a row and see if you can. Uh, just give us one, one in the long range. Go the two dollar one. I don't mind. You'll get a you'll get a lot of shit probably from the the other guy on screen, but uh, it's better to hit yeah. than to miss. 
But didn't we make rule? We didn't we make a rule about anything under three dollars? Like a, just something like a, just it's just not cricket. Ash, you make up well, rules but, more but, than you take breaths in. That's, uh... it, doesn't make, it doesn't make sense when you say uh, it's better to get a $3 multi winner than a $30 multi and then say, but no, you can't be out of $30. Yeah. <laughs> uh, life's a contradiction, that's good. <laughs> All right, boys, stay safe. Have All a good right. one. Will do. Thanks, boys.